In Zoya B'Parsha Seinu state, in the Zoya of our Parsha it says, <coughs> as when the Oren is a Kumalum when the Oren reached its place, its permanent place, which is Eif the Evan on the stone that was in the Kedush HaKadoshim of the Beis HaMikdash, Pasach HaRein HaVa'omad, the Oren began by and said, Zoyis Menuchosi Adeyad, this is my resting place forever, Poi Eishev, this is where I will stay. Ki ivisiha, because this is what I hoped for, looked forward to. Rabbi Yisa Omar, Rabbi Yisa said, Hai krok nesus Yisrael, Amra. This was, this Pasuk, this is actually quoting a Pasuk. This Pasuk was said not by the Orem, but by the Jewish people. Beshaita the Isvina Beimikdosha, at the time when the Beis English was built, Va'al Arena Lasrei, and the Orem was brought into its place. That's when the Yidin said that. Reb Chizkiya Omar, Reb Chizkiya said, Kushabrichu Omalei. It's the Hashem himself who said this Pasuk, Al Knesset Yisrael, in regards to the Jewish people, Kad Yisrael Abdin Reusei, when the Jewish people do his biding, his will, so then Hashem says, this is my resting place, and so on. When Eden to and Emratzen from Abishim, when Jewish people do the will of Hashem, the Ha which is when Hashem sits on his throne of glory and he looks after he has compassion on the world and there is blessing and there is peace and there is love um, of everything is, is then to be found and then that's when he says this is my resting place. This is the way it should be. In other words, So as this this zayar is explained, tells of the dry days in zayin tzvei, the two the three opinions that we just quoted, of, in this, which are found in the zayar, can, can be divided into two groupings. The eshet tzvei days, the first two opinions, zayin behesem zum shatak go along with the understanding of what the Psukim is saying, which describe the time that the Oren reached its place, was brought to its place, whether it was said by the Yidin or by the Oren itself. The only difference is that according to the first opinion, the other was the Aaron that said, This is my resting place, and Lotas Rabyesa, whereas the second opinion, Rabyesa, Hadas Knesis Yisrael Gazakta was said by the Jewish people. However, according to the third opinion, it doesn't seem to fit with what the simple understanding of the Psukim are. Then the Oren is Gikumalim Kaimir Kajushagadashim, which talks about when the Oren came to its place as But this talks about something completely different that Hashem, when the Yidin do the, uh, the will of Hashem, so then everything falls into place, everybody's happy, and this is the Zaisman of Chasi. It refers to something totally different. However, we still need to understand. Since the third opinion has no connection to the Beis Hamikdash, to the Mishkan, to the Oren reaching its place, which is the subject matter of the what the Zayir is talking about in that section, where this is quoted. So the Zayir didn't have to quote this third opinion here at all. Because although it is another interpretation to the Pasuk, but no doubt there are more than just this, these three, or this additional one. There must be many others. So is the Zayar really going to quote every interpretation of that Pasuk? No. If it has something to do with the subject matter which the Zayar is talking about, which is the Oren being brought into the Beis HaMikdash, so then it makes sense to quote that third opinion, but since the third opinion has nothing at all to do with that, why does he quote it here? Oich, also, Benigei the Eshtetzvei Deis is moving, 
according to the first, in regards to the first two opinions, we can understand that the chiluk is nit nor then veres hot gezok. It's not only who stated, who said these the pasuk. So it's from the chosi adayat. That, which can be seen from at the beginning of this the Zoyer says that the beauty of the world and the image of the world was not seen in the world until the Mishkan was built and erected and the Aram was brought into the holy place. Till then, you couldn't really see what the purpose of the world is, and so on. And from then on, from when the Aram came into the Mishkan, then you could see the purpose or the image of the world, which means, what is it all about? The Yistakan Alma, the world came, it was, I don't know the word fixed, but the world... Was, came to its purpose and it was through it, it was through the Mishkan and through the Aran that's where the purpose of the world the beauty of the world the uh, image of the world was seen business is gekommen till it uh, even went further that place uh, which is the beauty and so on the uh, the most important thing which is talking about the, te- the place of the heaven given the when it arrived there when it arrived there this is what the Oran says so this is later first it was when the Mishkan was built and the Oran came to its place in the Mishkan then you began to see what the purpose of the world is but it's it's really Happened when the Aaron came to the Evan Shasia, which means the place in the fine in the base Amigdash, not the Mishkan anymore, but many years later in the base Amigdash. Then you were able to see. Then it came to its real resting place. So therefore, if Rabbi Yisa, all he's trying to, all his difference of opinion is only. It wasn't said by the Aaron nor. But rather, all the Jewish people said it. All he had to say to disagree or to add his opinion, all he had to say, he, they're both agreeing about what happened, the general event. The only difference is who said it. Was it the Aaron or the, the Jewish people? So he should have said, I agree with everything. It's only that the Yidden said this pasuk. That's all he had to say. From Demba said it's but from the fact that he repeats, reiterates, at the time when the base Megiddo was built, and the Aaron came into its place, which was already said before. Is moving as it is massive. Nachaninibazes. Obviously, he's adding something more to what's going on. Ados is forbidden. Nishnor mitem oren atzmei. That is connected not only with the oren itself, nor oich mitem zman that is banabeit beimigdasha, but also that this has something to do with the fact that the beis hamigdash, with the time that the beis hamigdash was built, because we know what were the fact that we're talking about the oren being brought into the beis hamigdash is already understood by the first opinion as well so if he's disagreeing only about who said it, all he had to say was this was actually said by the Knesset Yisrael, not by the Aaron but the fact that he said, now comes and says, when the Aaron was brought into the base of English, obviously he is emphasizing that point, and he holds something different about that as well so we have to understand what that is Thus haste, in other words, the chiluk from the dry day is that the difference of these three opinions is sai ver eshad gezog zayis menuchasi adiyad is also who said first of all who said this pasuk and the aron knesis yisrael or the kuchubrichu whether it's the aron itself or the Jewish people or Hashem and sai oivos dasis gezogavar and also in regards to what was it stated oif mekaymai. Was it said about the place of the Aaron Kadesh Gadashim of the Mevin Shasiya, about the the fact that it was sitting on that spot on the foundation stone? Zman Beis Hamikdash was it talking about 
the time of the Beis Hamikdash in general, the the whole idea of the building of the Beis Hamikdash and so on. In other words, was it specific to the Aram being coming to the place of the Evan Shasiya? Was it talking about the general idea of the building of the Beis Hamikdash? or is it talking about a time when the Jewish people are doing what they should be doing fulfilling the will of Hashem however we have to understand first of all the we have to understand what is the basic difference between the first two opinions not in regards to who said it but about the timing of when it was said in context of what was it said since according to both opinions it's discussing the same time the time that the, build, the base of Midrash was built and the, the Aram was brought into the place when the Aram was brought into its place so what's the difference from the Ramira so they're both talking about the same time the Aram was brought into its place so what is the meaning of of, of the opinion whether it was said by the Aaron or by the Jewish people what is the meaning of it not just what the fact is but what is the difference whether the Aaron said it or the Jewish people said it what difference does it make another thing we have to understand what's the difference according to the first opinion the Mishkan um, the what the Zoyer says at, as an introduction to this when for all uh, about the uh, building of the Mishkan for all Kocha in Mishkan and that the Aram was brought into the holy place in the Mishkan rather than the base of Migdash the since in the end the Pasuk which means this is my eternal resting place has to be talking about the Aaron coming to the Beis Hamikdash, which is the final resting place. So why does the Zoyar give that whole introduction that first when it was brought to the Mishkan into its place? That was discussed in the second column of page one of the Sikha, where where he went back to say what the what the Zoyar says before stating this that until the Mishkan was built and the Aaron was brought in we couldn't, we couldn't see the beauty of the world the purpose of the world when it came, the Aaron came into the Mishkan into the holy place then it began to be seen and then he goes on to talk about the, when it was brought to the Beis Amigdash. so why if we're talking about the Pasuk that discusses that the Aaron came to its final place to its eternal place so why the whole introduction about the Mishkan so to explain the difference between these three opinions is what is the Iker Ha'in in the Mishkan of Migdash they disagree about what is the main purpose what is the real purpose of the Mishkan and the Migdash they have three different opinions according to the first opinion is the way the Ramban puts it Iker Ha'chefes Mishkan what is the real purpose of the main purpose of the Mishkan that is the place where the Shechina dwells the presence of Hashem dwells in this world the Hashem dwells on the Aaron as it says in the Pasuk between the two Kruvim and the Mishkan and the Beis Hamidosh that's the place where the Aaron is it's a building built around the presence of the Aaron the presence of the Shechina and therefore this, uh, this opinion is that it was the Aaron that said this since that's the main focus of the Beis Amigdash, of the Mishkan both so it's the Aaron which pr- pronounces this which proclaims it because that's the main focus of the Beis Amigdash when it arrived at its place in the Kedush HaGadashim the Aaron said oh, I'm home according to the second opinion Rabbi Yisa, is the Ikira Inya from Mishkan Amigdash the main purpose of the Mishkan Amigdash as Eden Zolm Habma Makam Kavua Tzedin in the Mevishim the real purpose of the Mishkan and the Beis Hamidosh is this is the place where the Yidin are able to serve Hashem in the way he wants to with Karbonus and all the different Avedas that went on in the Beis Hamidosh Baloshna Rambam 
This is the way the Rambam expresses the purpose of the Beis Hamikdash and the Mishkan. That it should be bias muchan. It's a place which is available lias makriven by a karbanis to be able to bring karbanis. The chaygigim elav shaldish pan This is the place where the Jewish people pilgrimage. They make a aliyah leregel three times a year during the yom Taivim. It's the center of Jewish service of Hashem. That's how the Rambam sees the uh, the purpose of the Beis Hamikdash, as distinct from the Ramban who says that it's the place which Hashem's presence is, is in the world. That's where Hashem dwells. But according to this second opinion, the way the Rambam sees it, So this, the purpose of the Beis Hamikdash was accomplished when the Beis Hamikdash was built, and the Aaron came into its place, so now they have a place where they can serve Hashem, when the hidden Eden haben the base midrash la'avoda, now the Eden have the place where they could serve Hashem. On the far is Knesset Yisrael Amra. Therefore, it was the Eden that said, oh, "The Aaron is home. This is the place where it's going to be eternal." So it was the Eden. Since the base midrash is about the Eden having a place, therefore the Eden proclaimed this uh, this sir, this verse. On the das of the third opinion of Chizkiyah's opinion is the Ikira Inu from Mishkan and Migdash. What is the real purpose of the Mishkan and the Migdash? V'shachanti b'seicham. It is a place where Hashem can dwell amongst the Jewish people. That's the purpose of the Mishkan and the Migdash. Hashem needs a place in which He can be amongst the Jewish people. The Menuchah from Eivishten, the dwelling place of Hashem, is Fabun the Midvaseris Sheichen Svishen in Eden is the fact that he can dwell amongst the Jewish people. And the Riber learned er, therefore he says, that the Eibishter said it in regards to the Jewish people, because the purpose, like we know, they should make for me a holy place so that I can dwell in amongst them. It doesn't say I should dwell in it, in the Beis Hamikdash, the well-known um, teaching of that Pasuk but rather to dwell within each and every Jew. So therefore, when Hashem says it, when the Beis Hamikdash is built and the Aaron comes to its place, Hashem says, now I can dwell within the Jewish people. And that's why it's Hashem who said it, and He ties it in with, when the Yidden do the, my will, and then I'm there, and so on. It's all about that. That's the real perp- focus and purpose. But since even though there is three different opinions, but we go with all three opinions. All of them are the word of Hashem. All of them are Tayran. All of them are true. And even more, but didn't be done in our case. Since we're talking about opinions that are quoted by the Zoyer, and the Zoyer has something unique about it, but less, less tamon, like kushe, valemachlekes. The Zohar says, in Zohar, in Pnimius HaTayra, there is no questions, there is no difference of opinion, there, there is no such thing, there is no obscurity, everything is clear. So therefore, when there are three opinions, it means they are not dis- disputing each other, they don't argue with each other, all of them are correct. Especially in the Zohar. As Yeshleimah, therefore we must say, one says one thing the other one says another thing but they're not arguing they're just focusing on another aspect of it not only are all three opinions correct because all of these points that they're making are true about the Beis HaMikdash but it's not just that, you know, the, the Ramban says this is the main focus of the Beis Hamikdash. The other ones also were there. That's another detail in the Beis Hamikdash. And the Rambam says no, this is the focus. But the uh, or Rabbi Yisa says this is the focus. The other ones are also there as a minor point or whatever. No, that's not how it is. All three points are a very important central theme of the Beis Hamikdash. However, but the main, these points, these important points, all 
were came to light in different times, in different situations. Okay, as will be explained later that all three are central themes, but in different times a different theme was dominant, was more dominant. Gimel. In the meaning from Mikdash, in the idea of the Beis Hamikdash, there are three periods, generally three periods, and therefore three themes which are connected to the Beis Hamikdash. The first period is the Mishkan, which was a temporary Mishkan. Then there was the Beis Hamikdash Yerushalayim, the Beis Hamikdash in Yerushalayim, the first one and the second one. And then there is the third one, the third period, which is the Beis Hamidrash, the Laosid, the Beis Hamidrash, which will be there when Mashiach comes, the Bayes Hashlishi, the third Beis Hamidrash. And each one of those has its own unique character. And as also explained in the, our sages say, at the beginning of this parasha, this is the accounting of the different materials of the Mishkan, and then he repeats the word Mishkan. The, these are the this is the accounting of the Mishkan, the Mishkan of testimony. So he repeats the word Mishkan one time after another. Hamishka Mishkan Shnei Why is it repeated again? Ram Mashkin Chorbonim. It is an it's a hint, an allusion. The word Mishkan can also mean uh, collateral. So it alludes to the fact that Hashem took, took collateral. In other words, He took the Mishkan, or the Beis Hamikdash, away from the Yidin as collateral because they committed sins and therefore He took it away to be returned when the loan, so to speak, the sins are like the loan, and when they do tshuva and the Yidin do tshuva, He'll return the, uh, the Mishkan, the collateral. Two times that happened. The first destruction of the base of Mikdash and the second destruction, and he refers to it as a mishkan. A he took collateral. Kumtoi, so it comes out as the pasuk red dot that this pasuk is talking about. Ein mikra First of all, they, since the pasuk doesn't go out of its literal, you can never take a pasuk out of its literal meaning, direct meaning, even though you have a teaching which goes beyond the simple meaning of the Pasuk, but you can never take it away from its literal meaning. So therefore, even though it's talking about the second, first and second Beis HaMikdash, but the literal meaning of this Pasuk is the Mishkan. We're talking about the Mishkan. The Mishkan. So first of all, let's talk about the Mishkan. Second of all, the Remez Vegndem Mishkan Shinis Mashkin. It's an allusion to the fact that it was taken as a collateral, and the third thing is, therefore, therefore it also talks about the third Beis as well. So this Pasuk is talking, in the literal sense, the Mishkan. The fact that it alludes to it as Nismashkin, that it was taken as collateral, that's talking about the, the other two Beis Amigdash. And therefore, we must also say that it is referring to the third base of English as well. Why? That's going to be explained now. When we bow, the Pasig is Meramiz dem Chorma Migdash, Mitten Loshem Mishkan. Since the Pasig is used in order to refer, to allude to the fact that the base of English will be destroyed, he uses the term Nismashkin, taken as collateral, is moving, it's understood as Chorbanin is Nisht. As the Beis Hamikdash as the pasuk is so it when we're talking about the destruction of the first and the second Beis Hamikdash, which the pasuk includes, you know, lumps into one. Remez It's an allusion to the Beis Hamikdash, which was taken as a collateral twice through two destructions. So Vert Khazusholam Batalbar and it doesn't mean that it when you when Hashem destroyed the Beis Amigdash, that's the end of the Beis Amigdash. That's the end of the first Beis Amigdash, that's the end of the second Beis Amigdash. That's not what it means at all. Because nor er is oich in an in from the Mashkim. But all he did was take it similar to a collateral, 
What's uh, what is a collateral? A mashkin geta ruiz from rishus loive. A mashkin, a collateral, means you take it away from the uh, the person that borrows the money. And you give it to the person that gave the loan. Only for a temporary period. Until the the borrower will pay the lender. And at the end it gets returned to the one who borrowed, from whom you took the uh, collateral. So the same is true in this case too. As the Migdash Rishon Vesheni Vert Nonis Mashkim Bishnechabonim, that the first and second base Migdash aren't destroyed forever. They're just taken temporarily as a collateral. And then Hashem will return it. When they pay the debt, then Hashem returns it. The Vesamigdash Hagimel, the lawsuit, which is, how does he return it? The third Vesamigdash is the return of the first and the second Vesamigdash. So therefore, this Pasuk is alluding to the third Beis Hamikdash as well by referring to the two destructions as only collateral. That means, he's already telling you, there's going to be a third Beis Hamikdash. So this Pasuk is talking about all three periods. Mishkan, the two Beis Hamikdash, and then the third Beis Hamikdash, the eternal Beis Hamikdash. So the point of paragraph uh, 3 was... The, there are three periods, Mishkan, Mikdash uh, 1 and 2, and then Mikdash 3, and that all of them are referring to, uh, referred to in this parsha. Eleb Godia Mishkan, Mishkan, refers to all three periods. Dalet, the chiluk from the Drayin Yonim, the difference between these three things, Mishkan, Mikdash, and Mikdash Tula Asid, we have to understand what the difference is. In Mishkan Hatzich Uvgitam Beikel Lachelurish Dal Dimenuches Hashchina Shuha Aron. In the Mishkan, for the most part, what happened was for the uh, that the the Shchina dwelled in the Mishkan, in the uh, on the Aron and so on. Vaser is free and Yishgiven. That's something that didn't happen before. It's the first time that happened. That's the Mishkan brought the presence of Hashem in to their midst. Noch many more. The inner amenuchem and ochasi. When we talk about the uh, the I dwell of from the Aram, which is what the pasuk that we started with to begin with, is an anoyt from kavua. The Aram has a certain permanence more than in the in the base hamigdash itself, as I'll explain in a minute. Is given the ikirim mishkan. For the most part, in the mishkan, the aron had more permanence even than later in the mikdash. For the aron is ikumah b'mekayimay the ganzim meshech's man from kiyama mishkan, because the aron remained in the mishkan in that place where it belongs for the entire period that the mishkan was um, was there was was the center the center place of uh, worship. The Aron was there always. There wasn't ever a period in which the Aron wasn't in its place. Of course, when they traveled, the whole thing was taken apart and moved on. But that doesn't mean that the Aron wasn't in its place. But when the Mishkan stood, the Aron was always there, never missing from its place. Masha'en Ken, on the other hand, in the bottom Mikdash, in the base of Mikdash, both one and two, in Mikdash, Shaini is the Aron Mechalchatchil Nishgven, and the second base of Mikdash, the Aron wasn't there at all. On the Mikdash Rishon, in the first base of Mikdash, the Aron Nishgivan calls Man Shehoyakayim. The Aron wasn't there for the entire period of the first base of Mikdash. Only part, uh, I mean, most of it, but towards the end, it was removed. The Saivzmani, Gonza Yeshua, Yeshayo, as we know, that the King Yeshayo hid it away underneath the uh, Temple Mount, as we learned in Truma, uh, beautiful Sicha on that. So, as far as the Aron is concerned, its true place of permanence was in the Mishkan. There it was throughout the period of the Mishkan. When it came to the first and second Mishkan, it went missing. It was missing. Part of the time or all the time. This is true for the Aram. When we talk about the place, when, when the, the permanence of the Beis Hamikdash, as opposed to the permanence of the Mishkan, it's different. Is other to the contrary? 
the Mishkan had metaltal given makim lemakim. The Mishkan, by its very presence, was a collapsible Mishkan that could be taken apart and moved on, and that's what happened. They traveled forty-two different Masais with the Mishkan. Uh, not exactly, a few less, but over the 40 years they took it apart and put it together 40 times so it wasn't that it was permanent the Mishkan itself wasn't permanent and is it's called a tent as opposed to a house by M is Nishgevender Inyan Akfiyaz Vamanucha the Mishkan did not have that permanent feel to it Mashenkin the Migdash whereas the base Hamidash called a house the holy house the building was permanent it was always in the same place and it was a uh, stone structure and so on and that's called permanence so the Mishkan lacked permanence the Beis HaMikdash had permanence as far as the Aron is concerned the Mishkan had more permanence for the Aron than the two Beis HaMikdash as we said before however the Beis HaMikdash when the, uh, as far as the two Beis HaMikdash the first and second the Ambazainen but they were not eternal buildings. They were rem- taken away from the Yidden as a mashkam, but they were taken away. Even though the place where the, Mish- the Beis Amigdash stood remains in its holiness, but the building, the Beis Amigdash, was taken away, was destroyed. The Shem's presence doesn't go away, that's true. But the Beis Hamikdash wasn't eternal. The Bayeshlishi of Bebetzayin Abinyan Nitzchi, but that's what the third Beis Hamikdash brings. That that it is an eternal place. Once it's built, it'll be, stay forever, never be taken away. So, in terms of Menucha, the Aron has more Menucha than the Aron had in the other two Beis Hamikdash. The Mishkan had more Menucha as as far as the Aron is concerned. The two Beis Amigdash have more Menucha as far as the building is concerned, but all still not eternal, and the third one is eternal as well. Hey, based on this we can explain the Dry Deus and Zayir, the three opinions that the Zayir quotes. The Esh, the Deya, the first opinion of the Zayir, that the Oren was the one that said, Zayis Menuchos, Yad is my eternal resting place. Comes as a, it comes in result after it discusses the fact that the Mishkan was built and put and they erected, and that the Aram was brought into the Holy of Holies in the Mishkan. Because this idea as it regards to the Aram, which mostly the the place of rest in the Mishkan pertains more to the Oren than to the building itself, as we said before. That's something that happened as a result of the Mishkan, because the the, the Oren always was in its place in the Mishkan. That's why the Oren said, "This is my rest, resting place." But it's not, the, as far as the building itself, that's not what it pertains to, that it was a place of permanent rest, because it wasn't. And therefore, as far as the Yidden are concerned, and that's why, as far as the Yidden are concerned, the kind of building, Beis or holy place that they had, what do we say? It wasn't eternal. We, the Pasuk says, You have not yet reached, arrived, to the place of rest, and to the place of inheritance. Because the Mishkan was only a temporary building. It wasn't a permanent place. Only the Beis Migdash, that's a permanent place as far as the Yidden are concerned. That's why the Aaron is the one that said, I have come to my eternal place. Because the Mishkan was the place where the Aaron had its eternity. Never went missing from the Mishkan. In the Tzvei today, in the second opinion in the, in the Zayar, 
is the Meduber wegen the Zman Amikdash. That's talking about the time of the Beis Amikdash already, not the Mishkan anymore. As it says, Beshait the Dizvan Mikdasha at the time when the Beis Amikdash was built, the Alarin Lasrei and the Aron was brought into that building. Was Demultis Givarin the Makom Abin in the Kavua Farashoros Hashkina. That was a place which became an eternal place, a permanent place for Hashem. Which means that the Yidden arrived to their place of rest, because to the Yidden it's about their place of worship for Hashem and so on. A place which is permanent where they will be able to do the Avaida, and it's not going to, uh, you know, it's not, per, uh, you know, moving from place to place. It's always in the same place. It's an eternal building, as we said before. As Rambam says, that once the Beis Amish was built in Yerushalayim, it now became prohibited to have any other place. You're not allowed to build a temple anywhere else other than this one place. And there is no other place in which you can have a holy Beis Amikdash for all, of all the future only in Yerushalayim um, and it has to be on the Temple Mount in regards to which it says David, that David said in regards to the Haramiriya and this is going to be the place for the Mizbeach for where they bring their Karbonus for the Jewish people and it says also in the passage this is my eternal resting place so for the Yidden, that became their the place, eternal resting place. For the Aaron, he found more eternity or permanence in the Mishkan. The Yidden find find more permanence in the Beis Hamikdash, and that's why that opinion in the Zayra says that it was the Yidden that stated the pasuk Zayis Menuchasi. In the Drita Deiratzich, what is the third opinion? Al Kapanam Rumas, or at least it's alluded to, on Shlemus the Beis Hamikdash, Vegn Beis Hamikdash, the Gimel Delaosid. That is talking, is alluding to the third Beis Hamikdash, which is the time. Why is it talking about the third Beis Hamikdash? Because that's in the Zman when the Yidden will oisfirim b'Shlemus emratzen and kavanah for the Meibushim. Because that's the time when the Yidden will fully fulfill the will of Hashem. Kad Yisrael Avdin Reusay B'Shleimus, as the as it says over there, when that Hashem said, when the Yidden serve Hashem perfectly, that's talking about the third base of Mishnah after Mashiach comes. That the Bayis Zayna Bayis Nitzchi, then it'll be an eternal home. Ervet Kemal Nish Tzugunum Averim from Yidden, it'll never again be taken away. On Demol Zok Kotzebrichu, and that's when Hashem says, Lok Nesis Yisrael in regards to the Yidden. This is my resting place forever. For in the Ashraf and the Eibushin Svishin Eden, because the dwelling of Hashem amongst the Eden is Nanoifim from Nachos Yad is in a way that it will be there forever, never to move. Hashem will never move away from the Eden. The Beis Hamikdash will never be taken away, which means that His presence will always be there amongst us. A place of rest a place of, uh, of inheritance which is eternal and it will be obvious, open to all seen by all and that's why the third opinion in the Zayar sa- is, says that it was Hashem who said it because the purpose over there for Hashem is that this is the way in which He can be amongst the Yidden and that's why He is the one that says it that aspect of the Beis Hamikdash is Hashem's um, Hashem's main focus of the Beis Hamikdash? I am there amongst the Jewish people, as we said earlier. Just like this is true for the the three periods of the Mishkan, the first and second Beis Hamikdash, and then the third Beis Hamikdash. Does Zayin and Nishkain Bazundari and Yanim that it's not three different things? Not Ein Inyan VeHemshech. It's really one continuum. It starts with the Mishkan, it develops into the base of Migdash, and then eventually becomes the third base of Migdash. The mitzvah Loshin Yochid from Vasil Migdash, when it says, they shall make for me a Mikdash, it doesn't say they shall make for me many iterations of a base of Migdash. It's one mitzvah, make for me a Mikdash. 
at that time it was it was accomplished through the Mishkan. Later it was accomplished through the Beis Hamikdash, the first one and the second one, and then eventually it'll be accomplished through the third Beis Hamikdash. It's all really one one mitzvah. It's all one thing in different w- ways carried out and expressed in three different periods. So the the mitzvah mishkan. It started and it was fulfilled at that time through the building of the mishkan. Then it continued that same mitzvah continued by the building of the first and the second mitzvah and then eventually in its full and its perfect state when we will be able to do it in the perfect in perfect alignment with Hashem's will will happen by the third base Amigdosh it should happen soon so just like that's true same is true also for the details that the Zoyer brings to light the 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 resting the permanence as the Oren sees it as the Beis Hamikdash sees it and Knesset Yisrael the Jewish people see it and Hashem sees it over there also it's not three four different things nor ein hemshel, but it's really one continuation. So we'll understand what that means that these are also one continuum by first explaining diakaloshin in the dritta deya. We'll look at the wording a little more carefully of the third opinion. Vaser is first of all there are a number of things about it. First of all, Meirich he goes on. It's much a much longer explanation of that opinion. He says, because when that's when Hashem sits on His holy throne, His His, his, his beautiful throne, the Chayis al Alma, and He looks after the needs of the world. And there is blessing and peace and love of everything can be found at that time. So it's focusing not only on the Yidden the entire world and everything falls into place perfectly another thing why does he have to talk about this here here we're talking about the Aaron, the Beis Hamikdash talks about Hashem finding his place in the holy place of the Beis Hamikdash why is he suddenly talking about that Hashem looks after the needs of the world and so on what does that got to do with what we're talking here Al Knesset Yisrael. Why over here we're talking about the Jewish people, the Aaron, the Beis Hamikdash. All this is connected to the Jewish people, and this b'shaychus to the Velt B'cholos, and it's not talking about the world and, as a whole. So to understand that Zion, the Bir Bazet. So the explanation of that is Pasach Adreina Omar Zayis Menachos The Aaron started and said, "This is my dwelling place." Is the Avoda from Torah Kamuvan? <clears throat> That's the Avaira of Taira. The Aran is Taira, represents Taira. Because that's what the Aran is all about. The only thing that's in the Aran is only the two tablets of stone that Hashem gave to Moshe. That's the essence of the Taira. The Aran is there to house the Taira. The Aran represents Taira. And when is Taira when is complete? It's when the Aisha Torah is in an Eifim for Menucha. When can one study Torah properly in its perfect way? Is when everything is at 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 peace. There's nothing to interfere. There's nothing to distract the person from study of Torah. That's when you can get your Torah. You can learn Torah the best. As our sages tell us that the Torah was not given to expound on in its most perfect way who did Hashem give the Torah to and who studied the Torah for 40 years the people that ate the man the generation that ate the man which means nobody had a job nobody had to worry where their food is coming from nobody had to worry where their housing was coming nobody had to worry about anything the only thing that they had 
this undistracted study of Torah. That's when you can, that's why Hashem gave it to them. That's why He created that environment, because that's the environment in which you can truly give the Torah to them. They can truly spend 40 years studying it thoroughly. Umvigeret Filmol, as was discussed uh, many times at Pirish, that what this means is as in order to be able to understand and to absorb Torah properly. One has to be free of any other preoccupation. Similar to the people as they were in the midbar that they ate man, they had nothing to worry about. And today also, if you want to really be able to study Taita properly, all other things have to be set aside. And when a person studies Taita properly, is God the limit to maybe So the the learning leads to the the most important part of learning is that it leads to behaving according to Torah. Torah kumtar up in ma'isa mitzvahs that the Torah is, comes down into the acts of mitzvahs which are what Torah is is there what what's found in Torah. and that the mitzvahs person should live the mitzvahs that the Torah teaches in their perfect way. Was the mit tutzich oif their birur. And that's how, one, in other words, that it, what it leads to is the mitzvahs are there to refine the world, to elevate the world, as is well known. And that's expressed by, that happens as a result of the Beis HaMikdash having been built. So building of the Mikdash brings to it to perfection this idea of bringing um, Hashem into the world. As veren uvgeboitem velt, as veret uvgeboitem velt, it there comes about a building in the world, a binyan kavua for the membership, a permanent place, residence for Hashem. And in them is da kayachopulus emetzias atayre valarein valarein laasrei. And what is it in that building, in the building of the base amigdash? What leads to it? It's all because the tayre which is the Aaron, put its influence, the Yidin learned the Torah, therefore did the mitzvahs, which means refine the world, refined it to such a degree that a building was actually be able, able to be created, which Hashem will be in that place. And it's all happened as a result of the Aaron, as a result of the Torah. Undemult, and then, when it is actually built, the Jewish people say this is my place this is my resting place that's when the Yidden find their permanence because they were successful in bringing out and fulfilling the purpose of their life which is I was created to serve my Hashem through fulfilling his will the Torah and the Mitzvahs so it starts with the Aran Torah which evolves into Torah leads to Mitzvahs Mitzvahs lead to to the creation to bringing Hashem into the world which is what brings the Beis HaMikdash into you know to be built so the Yidin say now we have accomplished we have done we have found our permanence because we brought Hashem into the world so the Aura needs Menucha rest in order to be able to, for the Yidin to be able to study Torah perfectly. When the Yidin study Torah perfectly, it leads them to do the proper thing in the world, elevate the world, which is what gives the Yidin their permanence. And when then, when the Yidin fulfill the will of Hashem, is that's when Hashem says, he says about the Jewish people, this is my place, my permanence forever. It's as if the Hashem has reached his perfection, so to speak. Because when the Yidin find perfection, then Hashem finds perfection because the Yidin and Hashem are one. And if we are perfect, so then he feels perfect. The raya of them. Where, how do we know this? And where is this all expressed? Zok the So the goes on to explain. 
Because when Hashem sits on His throne, His precious throne, the highest al alma, and He looks after the needs of the world, the bracha v'sholem v'chivivusa, the kulesh takach, and there's blessing and peace and love and uh, of everything which is is available is found. B'shas the metzias from velt shtertnish to the avodah from yidden. Which means, when the the existence of the world does not interfere with the Jewish people doing what they need to do, which is not always the case, as we know. But what happens is to the contrary, that the very conduct of the world, even the physical aspects of the world, is in a way that there's blessing and there's peace, therefore it's a place which is opportune, Masimum Messiah and Hagafaniden that allows the expression of the Jewish people to do whatever they need to do in serving Hashem. Then Hashem says, This is my place, my resting place. Then is revealed that the Jewish people are the place where Hashem dwells, that is his seat in this world. And that's when the real purpose of the and the real intent of is that Hashem finds his place and his seat in the world amongst the Jewish people. That's the real purpose. So that can happen when the world is not an interference to the Yidden, but rather helps along and allows the Yidden to do what they need to do, which brings them to perfection, and therefore Hashem finds perfection, and the purpose of creation finds its perfection, because that's the purpose of creation, that Hashem should dwell amongst the Jews, in a, in a way that is recognized by all. So based on this, we can also understand the Mishkan and the Bet Hamikdashes in regards to the Mishkan and the the different Bet Hamikdashes. So they are, as we said before, one continuum. They're all connected. Which started with the building of the Mishkan. And it also is, in a way, that, that the two Beis which eventually were taken as a mashkin, we call the destruction, or the Chachamim called the destruction, taken as collateral, lead to the building of the third Beis because it means they will be returned. It's returned as the third Beis Amidosh. As is also emphasized in what we, the, the quote that we said from before, that the the word Mishkan Mishkan is a an allusion to the Mikta to Beis which was taken twice as a Mashkan Mishkan Mishkan twice as collateral in the through two destructions <coughs> as a result of the two destructions Allah ben Yisrael because of the sins of the Jewish people as their umkar for the Mikdash that the return of the Beis Hamikdash is nishtabazundur zach von zich Farzich is not disconnected from the other two Beis Amigdash. There were two Beis Amigdash. They were destroyed. Now starts a new thing, the third Beis Amigdash. Not at all. Nor vi by Amashkin, but rather as a collateral, as we said before. Because the Mechuvan for Nemen and Halt Namashkin, the purpose of taking and holding on to collateral is Oiftsu Fazichren as the Leivet Abgemnem Chayiv from Friir. It's, it, it's the purpose is that the the, pers- the the borrower will return the loan that he took, which at the time of when the mashkin was taken, or even before. So first of all, so first of all, it's not disconnected. The first two are not disconnected from the third. And another point, the sages mashkin from the base gufa, which means that the fact that Hashem took collateral, the first and then later the second base amigdash, is goyrim, is what causes, what brings about, umfazichet and assures, ascertains, as Eden zol zich firin kideboy, that the Eden will behave as they should, and therefore the third Beis Hamidosh will come back, because the Eden have ro- risen to the challenge, and now they're doing what they should be doing, and therefore Hashem returns the mashkin 
which means paying off the debt for the Yidin that means paying off the debt doing what they need to do and then Hashem returns the, uh, the collateral because the debt is paid Tess since the actual command of make for me a Migdash and I will dwell amongst you but thus is the mitzvah which is actually the mitzvah which carries forward into all generations because it started with the Mishkan as I said before but then later it's expressed as building the Beis HaMikdash and then the third and so on building the Mishkan Beis HaMikdash but however in Mikra in its literal sense what is the meaning of Asul HaMikdash Shachan Debesaycham Hashem is talking literally about the Mishkan in that Pasuk it's talking about in Parsha Truma, which was when the Yidin were preparing the, the, to build the Mishkan. So it's really directly speaking about the Mishkan, but contains also all the Beis Amigdash, which will be fil- uh, built in the future as well. Therefore, as Muvan, so it's understood as in the Mishkan Gufas, that in the Mishkan itself we have to be able to find these three points that we said. There are three periods in the building of the Beis Hamikdash in this mitzvah of Asul Hamikdash Shachani B'Seicham, there are three periods: the Mishkan, the Beis Hamikdash, and then the third Beis Hamikdash. But since it's talking about the Mishkan itself, the pasuk literally is talking about the Mishkan. So in the Mishkan, we can also find three these three points expressed as well: the Mishkan, the Beis Hamikdash, and then the third Beis Hamikdash. How so? In Akamas Mishkan Seinu, and when talking about the building of the Mishkan in our parsha, Noch, which is Bikude, which means when they actually went through the actual building process, not the preparations, not the uh, planning, but the actual pil- building of the Mishkan. Noch Mishkan after they had finished all of the preparatory work for the Mishkan and the Ilmaid. There were three periods, which means three different ideas which happened. First was the First was the building of the Mishkan, which happened during the seven inauguration days. Before Vahibayemashmini, there were seven days in which every day they put up the Mishkan, then they took it back down, then they put it back up, and then they took it back down every day. It was like an inauguration practice run, so to speak. That although it's true that they were already putting up the Mishkan at that time, they already brought the Aaron into the Mishkan. It was not the same as a week before when there was no Mishkan. There was nothing there. There were just planks and different uh, things which eventually will be put together they were just working on it but now there was already a Mishkan that rose up before them nor is the Malachas in Asiyas the Tzerich HaMishkan all the work till then was only the work that they were doing for the preparation of the Mishkan Hachon in preparation for the actual building of the Mishkan, the Mishkan. Is this, so although it's true that the Mishkan was already put up every one of those seven days but still it was not a permanent Mishkan yet during the seven days because during the seven days of inauguration Moshe would put up the Mishkan and then he would take it apart and the next day again put it together next night put it, take it apart and even though they were doing, they were bringing carbonus and doing all kinds of things that were for the practice purpose, I guess, is kore avayda eitzel avaydas, is kruya avayda eitzel avaydas kayenim. Sorry, ain kruya avayda eitzel avaydas kayenim. Even though they were doing uh, the avayda, the services that would eventually be done in the Beis Amidus, but it was being done not as kayenim, because the Kayanim were only inaugurated after. Only when the Kayanim did the same Aveda on the eighth day, then it was called Aveda. But everything that was done during the seven days is not called Aveda in comparison to the Aveda that was done in the official capacity of the Kayanim. So that's the first period, the seven days of inauguration. 
Then there is Be'em Hashmini, the eighth day of Miluim, B'chaydash Rishim, which was on Rosh Chaydash Nisim, Be'chel HaChaydash, Hukum HaMishkan, that's when the, the Mishkan was finally built to stay. Temple is given a kamasilam amda. That's when it was put up for the purpose of remaining up. Then they could do the real avaida, the the uh, avaida which is meant as avaida. Was the chiluk zwischen the two eifane hakamas the mishkan hakamas the mishkan atzma? The difference between the two ways in which the mishkan, the seven days and the eighth day. Yeshleimeras is bedugmus ha'hefers zwischen the mishkan. One could say that the the impermanent building of the Mishkan, which took place during the seven days, and then the more permanent Mishkan that was took uh, building of the Mishkan that took place on the eighth day, is similar to the fact that the Mishkan was a to the difference between the Mishkan, which is a um, not a temporary place. Which was for the most part the place of the Oren, but the Mishkan Atzmi is given a dearest area, but the Mishkan itself was a temporary place. It's called an oil, a tent rather than a building. And then the Beis Hamikdash, as opposed to the Beis Hamikdash, was given a dearest kva, which was a permanent place, Yisrael, a place of dwelling for the Jewish people. So the seven days can be compared to the general. Period of the of the oil, of the of the sorry the mishkan, which was only a tent. It's not permanent. It's only about the oren. And the eighth day, which takes on a more permanence, that reflects the two batei amigdash, which were a more permanent place, and that was about the yidden and a place for them to serve Hashem and so on. So those are the first two periods in the mishkan, which reflect the difference between the the Mishkan and the Beis Hamikdash. Noch hakomas Mishkan b'shminin l'miloyim. Then, after they put up the Mishkan on the eighth day, the Kama Avedis and all the Avedis that they did is Eshpeter given the Ashras Hashkinet Zvishinidin. After they did all the Aveda in the, on the eighth day, which was the first day and the real inauguration of the Mishkan. Then the, the the presence of Hashem rested, came to rest on the Mishkan. As it's at the end of our parsha, it says, Hashem Mishkan," and the glory of Hashem filled the Mishkan after they had done all the avodah which they needed to do on the eighth day. That's when, as the pasuk says, the the glory of Hashem appeared. To all the people, so that's the the final phase of the Mishkan itself. That can be compared to the, in a certain way, to the the way that this third Beis will be. That which Hashem said about the Jewish people is That's my dwelling, my resting place. The third base Amidosh, that's when I truly come to my permanent place. When we estate in Sefurnu, the Sefarshtenos, the Sefurnu writes at the end of our Pasha, Ifim Pasuk, in regards to the Pasuk, when the, the cloud rose up from the Mishkan, the Kach Kosov, and this is what he writes, Hoysa Shriyas Hashchina, sorry, the Kol Kach, Hoysa Shriyas Hashchina, so in, so great was so uh, thorough was the the resting of the Shechina in the Mishkan Keva in a permanent place the Mishkan that the presence of the Mishkan the, the the idea of the of the cloud rising up when it was time to leave expresses says the Sfarno that Hashem's presence never left the Mishkan. It only left when it was time to move on. That's when it moved on. So it never left. That's the point. It's making the point that it was always there. And this idea that the absolute, complete permanence of the of Hashem's presence in the Mishkan was not there in Shiloh, when the Mishkan was in Shiloh. 
and not in the first or second Beis HaMikdash either. So in other words, the point that he's making here is that after the eighth day, when they did all the Avodah, and Hashem's presence descended upon the oil, on the, on the Mishkan, it never left. It always remained for the entire time of the Mishkan. That's the third, that's the way it represents the third Beis HaMikdash. Und euch be Mishkan is das Gewehen bis man und verbunden mit Yisrael Avdin Reusei and also in the Mishkan it was connected with the fact that the Yidin were doing the will of Hashem B'Shleimus in a perfect way because the, the condition for the Shechina dwelling amongst the Yidin happened through the Karbonus and the services that were done B'Shleimusam within in the in the per, in its perfection through Aaron and then when you have this perfect permanence on the, in the Mishkan Mishkan Eidus, Eidus Yisrael that why is it called Mishkan Eidus the Mishkan of testimony because it testifies for the Jewish people that Hashem forgave them relented on the, master, on the story of the Egel because look he He's back amongst them. He dwells amongst them, which must mean that he has relented and he has forgiven them for the Maisa Egel. That's why it's called the Mishkan of Testimony. In other words, that the Yidin were in a state of perfection again. And that's why there was this perf- perfect state of the Shechina being there in such a permanent way. Similar to what will happen in the third Beis Amigdash. So that's the third period. Yud. And through our studying about the Beis Amidosh, because of today, of course, we don't have any of this. But when we study about it during the time of Golos, um, we study about the Mishkan, the Migdosh, Reishem, Vesheni, Vos Ayideza, Ani, Maila, Lechem, Kileim, Oiskim, Bebinin, Abayis. And Hashem says that when you study Torah, about the subject of the building of the Mishkan at the base of Migdash, so Hashem considers it as if we are involved in the building of the base of Migdash. We make sure that Hashem says, "My my house, my the base of Migdash is no longer." So we do whatever we can in order to make sure that that is, you know, Hashem re- fixes that. Because we learn about it, therefore Hashem will fix it. So we're busy doing something that will fix the fact that Hashem's base Amigdash is gone. Is thus So this speeds up and brings quicker the Giluf in the Gimel the revelation of the third base Amigdash. It should happen that it will be revealed and come down from heaven. And therefore, then it'll be all of this will be in its real perfect state. Shleimus the perfection of Torah Menuchas Aron, which means the permanence of the Aron. Shleimus Am Yisrael, that the perfection of the Jewish people. Menuchasi Fun Knesses Yisrael, the permanence of the Jewish people, and Hashem also Hashem Sholem, the name of Hashem will be complete as it says after Amalek will be destroyed Hashem's name will be complete so the permanence of, of Hashem and this will all happen in the third day it will be clear and obvious to all the people of the world that which Hashem says about the Jewish people this is my permanence dwelling amongst the Jewish people that's my permanence 